Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I present to you the 110th episode of the... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and for episode 110, big-time episode, I am joined by returning guest, head coach of the men's basketball program at Highland High, Double S, Scott Smith. What's up, Scotty? What's good, my man? Man, dude, just... Doing uh, well yourself. I'm doing great, man. Really appreciate you making time for the podcast. Second time around. Loved having you the first time. So um, this time, man, we're back. Basketball's in full swing. Um, I know we have our ailments that we got to get over, but um, this this year, let's just go over it. We're 10 and 4 right now. Island High is 10 and 4, number 8 in D5, according to Max Preps. And this is going to be your fifth year. Is that right, Scott? Fourth. Fourth, fourth year, man. Fourth year. Started to what, 2018? Or 17. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> You'll keep track of that. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I don't know, man. I just know it's my fourth year. So we got um, our, this season's finally getting back in rhythm. How, how is it going? Not back to normal, but having an off season now, having a summer league. How, how was that? Um, I guess what's, how's it feel to be back in kind of normal circumstances? Oh, it was good until a couple of weeks ago. Then I felt like not only us, but every other, a lot of schools got shut down, man. So we're, we're in that same uh, boat. We're just, we're sitting on it for two weeks. We get back, I think Thursday or Friday. Yeah. And um, it's to answer your question, man, it, it was, it was different, man, because you, you come off literally our season last year was like two weeks. Like we, we played two games, got a break for a couple of days, played two more games, and we're in the playoffs. And it was like literally over like that. So summer league, summer league, and then just working out with the dudes in the fall, it, it kind of put you back in a <clears throat> in a sense of normalcy, mm-hmm. which was good. And then, like I said, man, we got into the season and we were all, we were all doing good. And it was just like what we we did our test a couple of weeks ago, and it was just like everybody got it. I mean, it was a it was a big shutdown, especially for you know like. Our record's pretty good, but I felt our guys for the first time is like really, really where we wanted them at, man. Like, I feel like we've won the games we should have and competed in some of the other ones. And I mean, obviously we got to do a lot better just like any other team, but I felt like for the first time in the three years, like our program really is on good footing. Like we're not, like I said, we're not trying to say, oh, we're Valley contenders or anything. That's what we always want to shoot for. But, you know, I feel like, I feel like we're, uh, in a good place. We're one and one a league. The first league game obviously didn't go very well against North, but our, I was proud with the way our dudes responded against uh, Miramonte the other night. And we had a good atmosphere, good, good kids. I mean, a good team playing and they had a couple kids go off, but we were just able to win by one. That's all you got to do is win by one. Oh, you got to win, man. That's a great win. I've been really excited. I've been following you guys really, really close the last two years, but this year it just seems like, there's something clicking here now, and the, the boys are buying into the program. The boys are happy to play for you. Is What's been the process of getting, getting here now where the last two, three years has been kind of just an uphill battle? Do you feel like this is probably one of the best teams you've had this, this so far, Highland? Oh, yeah, by far. This is – this isn't a knock on our other clubs. It was just like this is the, the year that – a lot of these, I wouldn't say a lot of these kids, but we've had these kids for now three going on four years, two, three years too. But uh, even just our young guys, man, they've come in and 
I never like using that word culture like everybody. We just have a good environment, man. Our coaches set a good environment. Our players set a good environment. Um, I think we do a decent job of developing our kids. We can, it's always something we want to improve. Like, what can we do to get better? But I really just feel honestly, man, like our kids are just, you know, they've actually just, they like being around each other. They like building with each other. And it's it's helped with some wins and losses here, man. It really has. Like, we've, we've kind of got our schedule down to something that fits us. We're not trying to play 16 D1 teams, you know. <laughs> like, we're trying to play teams that we feel that we're adequate with and some that we're better than and then some that want to challenge it with us. And this is the first year our schedule's actually worked out. Like, I think last year we would have been okay, but obviously COVID shut it down. But you know we got to the second round of the playoffs last year and we were honestly three minutes away from going to the final four of d5 which was which was good for us and we just you know having some injuries and foul outs and literally we had a roster of 14 i think we ended the last game with six kids like literally we had six kids but i mean you were there man you saw what we were what we were going down to so yes dude what i wanted to ask you i don't think i asked on the last pod smitty when you entered highland and you entered as a boys basketball coach, what were your goals for the future when you first walked in? Like, this is what I want to do. This is what I have. This is what I want to build. This is what I want to establish. The goals? Well, first, we wanted to build a program. From what we were told is it was literally just three teams. It was like varsity, JV, and Frostoff. And uh, I think we've done, that's probably, going back to answer your question, that's probably the biggest thing we've done is we've been able to get all three teams together. Mm-hmm. This year's been a little bit tougher because of our schedules. Like, JV, at a tournament we're practicing frost off is at a game you know but um our guys have really done a good job of combining all i mean it's hard to get 60 kids on the same page at three different levels but we've done a really good job at it over the past couple of years so i think really we've just built a program like you can ask any coach on any team what player is which and they know who they are so i think that goes a long way to building just knowing somebody because you want to know the kid first you want to know your athlete first so i think we've done a good job at that and then obviously our the rest of our goals were we just wanted to kind of get better every year like i know we you kind of always hear that a lot but we just wanted to build up our guys confidence every year and obviously if you look at our record we've been better this year i mean we're, we're 10 and 4 and coach dials and i went back and looked at some of the max preps it's like we don't know the last time highland's been 10 and 4 i mean it's it's been at least 15 to 20 years mm-hmm. and uh, i would say probably their 96 valley team was probably the, the team that was just as good at that so we just wanted to i mean that was really the second goal was how do we get these guys competing because not to put anything on the past it was like they've been 500 or below for probably I don't know, the past 15 20 years and for us to be six games over 500 this far in has been a good a good standard for us and then the third goal was just like how do we build the highland community a little bit more because highland's a prideful community um you know 50 years of tradition and all that and it's like there's always kind of a gap like people forget about what people have done so we've tried to build that up a little bit get our kids out a little bit more show the community about what these kids can do along with our you know social media our social media has probably been the biggest thing to showcase what these kids can do like and yeah, would we always like to do more? But you just want to find time for it, man. Like, you know, show these kids who they're grateful for, like, what they're doing for the community. And that's kind of stuff we've wanted to do. Like, I know wins and losses has to be in there. Yes. But it's like we just tried to keep it simple. And we wanted to build some consistency. 
you know, like if I could ask the fourth thing, it was like, I think before I got there, they might've had four or five coaches in five, six years. So yeah. to build some consistency and say, this is year four of the program and this is where we're at. And, you know, obviously you always want to jump levels. So it's like, like our next goal is to try to get from D5 to D4, you know, like that's, that's always the goal. And uh, if we can get a, an opportunity to go to maybe Valley in there, yeah. If we could possibly compete with our league championship, our league's kind of difficult because we're D five, but everybody else is D three and D four. And uh, I know we're kind of the same size school, but schools, but obviously some of those teams are just way better than us when we took over two, three years ago. Now for us to start competing with them has been something that we've really wanted to do. So those are probably be the four things. I know it was a long winded answer, but those are the four and that I, I, it's beautiful to see that's what's going on right now, man. Just and I'm I, I just you know, you know, it's always from the outside in, but I feel like I am in the inside right there, just talking to the boys, talking to the uh, talking to you know our, our seniors. They're really really excited for this year. They think that this could be we could do something this year. You know, I know with COVID and everything, that's kind of you know put a halt, and that's what both our programs. It seems like we're we have momentum going, but then we get oh we get stopped right here, and that's probably the most frustrating part, dude. Not going wait. Yeah. Even with us not going practicing without um, not going um, how do I say it? not practicing for three weeks, that stops so much momentum that you have going on, dude. It is frustrating, I, but I, I mean, but how many other teams have had to go through it? I mean, you're going to have to go through it at some point. It's just how do you respond to it? And honestly, there is no, there is no blueprint for it. Last year is totally different than what we had to go through this year because last year is just like, I think people are more worried by the virus. Where this year, it's I think. Everybody is a little bit more understanding of it and they kind of know how to handle it a little bit. But yes. I mean, out of our kids that went through it, it's like they're all doing well. Like we like we try to check on them. We don't badger them, but we just want to see like, hey, how you doing? Exactly. Just texting guys this morning to see how they're doing, if they're staying in shape, because not like you can physically be around them. And that's the toughest part. But like yes. I said, everybody's got to go through it. It's just I think the biggest thing is when we come back, how do we respond? Are we going to be, you know are we going to be ready? Are the kids working out on their own? Are they staying in shape a little bit? And that's hard to do if you are sick, you know, like, you know how it is. It's just, if you're sick, man, it's hard to get up. But yeah. It's hard to get, do regular things. Imagine going to work out, play basketball. Imagine to go work out. Yeah, dude. So before we go into on the court play, let's talk about off the court. There's something that you really pride yourself. And that's something that I, and I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for so many coaches. They are really, they really love what you do off the court for your players. How important is that just to, you know, get that connection with them, build that bond with them, team bonding, things of that nature, teaching them. And like, that was the insight too, just teaching them things about life that the basketball court can't teach them. Yeah. I mean, obviously basketball is our vehicle to all that stuff, but we got to, you know, like our coaches and I have had a really good talk about if we're not doing anything for these kids off the court, then okay, we've done our job basketball wise, but what are we doing after, you know? So it's like getting kids to college. Like if they've never been in an interview and they go for a job interview, how, how are they going to respond, man? Like some kids can handle it. Don't get me wrong, but not every kid can. Um, and that's something we just try to work on. Like kids writing letters, like some kids really just don't even know how to write a letter. They don't know how to say thank you. It's like stuff that we all kind of take for granted, mm -hmm. but off the court, we just try to do so much um we wish we could do more but time is just hard man like it really is but we try to literally fit as much in as we can we try to take advantage of our practice time and not over 
work the kids so much. We, I mean, we want to get them to practice. We want to have some life talks with them, but we also just want to have them life lessons. And um, I think what really helps too is just having good coaches, man. Like if, if we're not able to do it all at practice, it's like, what can we do off the court? And I've got, you know, like the assistants are awesome, man. Like both dials, Valdez, Coach Varela, Coach, me, Coach uh, Roberson and, and Coach Romero. All those guys do a really good job at relating the kids. So it's like, it's not really hard for us to do except for the time, but we just want to be able to give them life skills, man. I know a lot of programs say they want to make great men and that's cool. Like, I think every program will say that, but you actually have to put it into action. It's like, what are you doing? Are you, uh, you know, our, our next step is we want to start getting into these kids with some conversations that are a little bit uncomfortable. Like how do they feel about some of the topics going on? Because we need them to grow a little bit because these are the dudes that are going to be our leaders. Like, they're going to be our future coaches. They're going to be our future teachers. And it's like, if we're not giving them some guidance, like I don't ever want to tell a kid exactly what to and what not to do, but I think we need to give them some guidance. And I think our coaches do a good job on that too. And I, I think you can ask our kids that and they would say the same, but is there always more we could do? You bet, but we're, we're trying to get to that. So that's the great thing about Jackson being on staff with the girls, with the girl side of it. He brings that all three programs are going to matter. All three programs are going to interact. And how do we make sure we have a foundation built? Because same thing on the girls' side, just like it was before you got to the boys' side. Inconsistency. There's been a couple coaches throughout the years, and we need some enough. We need to build a foundation. And that's something I really took from from you from since I met you. Is how do we build all three levels to complement each other in a way? You know. Yeah. not many programs do that and that's no that's not knocking anybody but i think we all should know who the players are at all three levels we should be able to interact with them they all should respect us and we should respect them and just be um interactive with them and that's something i've been challenging myself to do a lot more man and i do get that from you guys because i love to see what you guys are doing you guys and it's, it's it's and it's a blessing to have coaches who are on staff coaching too that always helps right it is, man. I appreciate you saying that, man, because it is something. I mean, you and Jackson worked with us, so it's like you know that's what we've what we did have, and it's it, it's it it always befuddles me when I go to other kids just randomly from other schools, and they're just like, yeah, the varsity coach doesn't ever come talk to us, or mm-hmm. they, they get something that we don't get, or vice versa, and it's just like, I mean, I get it, man. When you're a varsity coach, it's hard to control everything, but you should at least get to know the players. Your coaches should know your players and it's tough. I mean, you got to know 50, 60 kids, but I mean, if, if you're not willing to spend the time for that, then those kids, believe it or not, before you know it, are going to be your, they're going to be your kids. Your freshman team at some point is going to be your varsity team. Maybe, I mean, obviously things change and kids move and kids gain interest or lose interest. But if you're not investing in your future, man, I mean, it, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to build the program. And I, that's what we've been able to do. Like out, out of our seniors this year, I think we have five that have been with us from the beginning. And that's about the pace you're going to be on. You're going to lose some kids. You're going to gain some kids. Kids are going to move. But you're going to probably have about four to five from that from their very first year move all the way up with you. And if you're if you're really good and kids stay or if you have a really good climate, like kids will stay and maybe you'll get that number up to 10. But you really want to build that future and those kids and it's really good when you ha- can build those kids because then they can build your freshman kids like our senior kids know what it's like to be a freshman they can go to this and be like hey this is why 
coach so-and-so is telling you this because I heard it. You're going to hear it. The kids after you are going to hear it. Definitely. But it, I mean, it does build that good environment for your team. And, you know, like, like I said, there's always something better we can do, but our, our kids, man, when we go on these road games, it's, it's cool to have them, you know, our big brothers are with their little brothers and it's cool to see them like hang out and it's cool to see them support. I mean, you go to our freshman games, those are, those are sometimes the loudest games because our varsity kids are there cheering for them, man. So that's what I'm trying to incorporate. Like, no, we are going to show up for the lower levels. I said, there's no, we're going to show up 30 minutes for our game. No, we need to show support because these girls might be playing with us in the playoff time. We get there. We need to support and just staying, you know, with the JV and freshman coach, just staying, you know, even a simple text. Hey, I love what you're doing. Exactly. It goes a long way. And that's something I've been really practicing a lot. Just to keep them all in the loop, keep myself in the loop. And Jackson, and shout out to Pena too. But Jackson's really someone who's really incorporating that. He understands what it, he came from that cloth that you're that you're bred from. And I love it, man. I think that he opens my eyes a lot too. Just learn from Jackson every day. Do that. Okay, you're right. Let's do that. I think it's a good the little sister, big sister, little sister. Something he 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 uh, implemented with us. Awesome. Yep. And I think every program should have something like that, dude. There's no reason why we shouldn't. That's something sold. It's a big thing, but it takes so much. It, it's all together anyway. Let's make it. Let's make it happen for sure. Yeah, they just. It, and it's always good for somebody to go to somebody. Like if I'm on the freshman team, you always kind of look at the varsity guys, and you're like, man, those dudes are cool. So it's like, exactly. it, it's cool when they can take care of it. So it's like with us, man. We and we've actually just started the come up with what more can we add exciting like we did a theme day the other day of, of a or this was a couple of weeks ago we did a theme day of like uh, you and your younger brothers have to get jerseys like it was this jersey like that way they could just bond over and it was cool to see some of these jerseys these guys had man it was like you know they and it was i mean it's something they talk about it's something you can take a picture about when you look back on it in five years you're like oh man if i haven't reached out to this guy i need to see what he's doing hopefully they do yeah. I mean, hopefully they stay in touch, but, you know, I mean, some guys just aren't talkative guys and some guys just aren't communicative. And yeah. I, I think that's the one thing that we really hit on this year a little bit more. And it's number one in our core, man. Like if you're not communicating in our program, we need to have, we need to have a serious discussion about what we can do to improve that. We don't need you to run and talk mouth all the time, but it's like, we got to get out of the text messaging age and yeah. actually start having conversations, whether it's a phone call, um even if it's bad news like you need to learn how to communicate with somebody Definitely. because conflict's going to arise at some point and if you can't always send a text message and say we're good you know so well um, that thing we didn't talk about last time the social media i love the social media thing we got going on yourself the, the girls i think we all kind of stepped it up a little bit and that is something I was telling the other coaches from football, wrestling, softball. There's no reason why we all should be able to do that for our kids. It's accessible. It's there. And I think that takes, it makes it fun for the kids too, just to showcase. And we have, you know, there's so many parents, so many grandparents, so many friends, family who look at that stuff and be like, oh man, that's part of the game right now. I think we could take that to another level as a unit in Highland. Agreed. It's, it's something we put a little bit more emphasis on it this year. Like I said, Coach Bryce Dials, we kind of put him in charge of like kind of what the development of it should be. But we all kind of run one site, but we all kind of try to tag it together and, and make it the best. But it, and then also, too, it just shows your team to the community who these kids are. 
you know, and it gives them a chance to do something a little bit outside of their comfort zone. You can have some fun. You yeah. can, uh, and you know, that's just the way people interact now. I'd, I'd say, I, I'm not a statistician on this, but I'd say 70, 80% of people are always on their phone. So it's like, if you can check something out and read a tweet or look at a Facebook post or, you know, like, I mean, if you, if you get 20 people to look at your stuff, you have 20 more people involved in your program than were before. If, whether it's family members, people you don't know, people from a different school. It's like, hey, here's what we are. Here's what we do. And the one thing I try to really implement with our program is what we post is what we are. Like, if we win, we're going to post it. If we lose, we're going to post it. Like, not one of these people that just post our wins and our good times. Like, we're going to post, hey, if we lose, we didn't play well. Like, yeah, the other day when North... When North put it on us, it was like, yeah, we, we still got to post this. Like, it is what it is, man, because we got to be transparent with people. It's like we have our ups and our downs like anybody else. And then how do we get better? We go to the next game. And if we sit there and dwell on it and cry on about it for three days, we're not going to be successful your next day at work. And exactly. you know, our kids did. We came back two days later. Tough game, but we won, you know. So with social media, man, it's it's the life, man. I like what you're doing. I finally, I'm finally glad you got rid of the uh, TBAs and started putting the other teams' names in there, though, man. I like that. Well, no, dude, I had to. I, I wanted to switch up so bad, man. Like, there's, but the same thing too. When we're getting 63-8, like, no, we're, we got to post that. We got to post it on Twitter. Um, yeah. I'm not a shy guy with the L's either. I, I, I'm not saying I have low expectations, but I wasn't expecting a state-ready team or anything like that. I'm just going with. We just got to go with the motions, I think. And the girls are playing hard. That's the. That's my biggest concern. Are we playing hard? I don't care about scores and losses at this time. You know what I mean? First year, um, it's been interesting, man. But just trying to, they, you know, I think they've went through a lot the last couple of years with several coaches. Why not just give them a little photo shoot? Let's give them, you know, a little interview after a good win. We only do interviews after wins. I'll say that because after a loss, I'm not trying to talk about no basketball. <laughs> I'm horrible at that. But I love what, you know, what was funny was the, do you know this song? Yeah. That was hilarious, dude. <laughs> I couldn't believe some of these kids didn't know these, these, these songs. I'm like, oh, God, there's no way. They're so young. Dude, what cracked me up about that was just to see the kids in a different light, man. Like I, I go back and watch that just because the way those, the way our kids talk differently about that, it, it's it, it just shows me the human side of them even more. You know, it's like just, just to see their faces and their thoughts, and they're like, oh, what is this? But, I, and it, and it shows their personality. Some of those kids, like I've never seen that side of their personality from because you know, I mean, you got sixty kids, you don't talk about music with everybody, but for them just to have a little bit of fun it, it's something and we've literally tried to have a plan for every week like do something a game like you know we've got other stuff planned like i said our our coaches have done an excellent job of putting stuff together like you re i really have to thank the dials is because they shoot that their daughter cuts it up for them um they post it because that stuff isn't easy you know how it is man even running the show man it's not easy to cut things up and edit it and all that. And I'm, I'll be honest, man. I am not a technological guy at all, man. We had to, uh, they basically have to send it to me and I repost it, man. That's about my extent, but, but they're actually teaching me a little bit more skills that I need to know because once again, man, we're, we're, we're teaching the kids, like you got to push yourselves. It's like as coaches, I have to as well. So, so it, it, it helps. it's not something I'm going to spend 24 hours a day doing because I have to do other stuff like film and, yeah. learn how to become a better coach and put these kids in better positions and 
Yeah. I mean, people don't understand the head coaching job, man. There's a, there's a lot that goes into it that never gets shown in a, in a box score. It's like, I, I, I'd say this week, man, I've taken two to three hours just on scheduling calls, you know, like people never will, will say that, but it's like, when we're sitting here talking about scheduling in the third, the last week of the year, like you shouldn't have that call, but you have to do yeah. it so much just trying to get games for these kids, man. So with on the court play, who is, or what players have been playing, you know, a little bit higher than your expectations have been surprising you a little bit, but you're glad it's happening. Uh, can I honestly say like with our team, man, we have 16 guys on our roster. I could literally throw, I would say I could literally throw like 10 to 11 in because to start, Mm -hmm. I'd throw a 10 to 11 and our other five are, we can just throw them in at any time. It could be one minute or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. They could play like, so like our team really is like, we don't have a, a superstar superstar, which is the good and the bad. Like sometimes you need that kid to, to be the best player on the court sometimes, but you also just need the player to be, you know, the consistent guy they are. And I feel like we have 10 to 11 guys that, can play because literally we've had to start 10 to 11 different guys. But I mean, if I had to go over a couple names, like Ivan Hayden, uh, he's a senior for us. He's really grown into a, a, a really solid kid, man. Cause we would have seen him as a freshman. He, he was just struggling with confidence like in himself. And now to see this guy on campus, man, he's, you know, dunking in games, missing dunks in games, but like just to see his confidence, man, he's, he's a different dude. Um, you know, I, I can go down. I, I could literally talk about everybody on, on our team because some guys have played really well at moments. Some haven't like Lance Hayworth is, I mean, this is a kid last year that was a freshman and we didn't know how much, how many minutes he would get. Now the dude's a starter. You know, and shout out to Lance. Love Lance. Shout off playoff Lance, man. Uh, Zach Ornalis is, is our point guard. Like uh, his defense is, is, is awesome man like sometimes i think he plays so hard that the refs don't think he can guard people so they give him fouls you know but he, and he, he's the kid that's not going to score 15 to 20 for you but he's going to give you a 15 to 20 point game and what i mean by that is he's going to stop a guy he's going to take a charge he's going to get a rebound i mean he's like five two but he plays like he's five eight five nine i mean oh, he's, a dog. he's just a tough kid man like you know uh diego duenas is improving every day for us he's he could be a really good player, but the kid's a three-sport athlete, so what we get of him is what we get of him, yep. you know. And then just, like I said, those are about – those are just some of the guys, but I could sit there and go – I could literally rattle off all 16, man. Like, guys are improving. I mean, uh, Jared Rowley is a sophomore for us. Never played because last year at COVID, and he's playing varsity for us. And he's not playing a ton of minutes, but he's getting he's getting smarter. He's getting stronger. Yep. The kid's going to be a knockdown shooter for Highland one day. He's going to be the typical Highland kid. He's not the quickest, but he could be a great shooter. Still has to learn how to play defense a little bit better, but I see him literally progressing every day. And by the time, hopefully next year, he can be a guy that gives us three to four threes a game, you know, gives us a bucket on a drive, gives us a defensive stop, something like that. So, I mean, there's there's guys that – every guy has exceeded my expectations at some point. They've all been below it at times, but it's just like – I think that's why we're 10 and 4 is because – whatever somebody isn't doing well one night, somebody else will pick it up. Like a guy that didn't play the night before can come in and play 15 minutes and, and give you a decent 15 minutes. You know, it just depends on our matchups, who we're playing, what we're going at. So I wish I had more names and like 
concrete stuff for you, but those are our those are the guys we're at. Hey, this is the God's honest truth. When they know how they do these state rankings or whatever, I'm always saying Highland has depth, though. You guys don't understand. You guys don't see it. You guys haven't been to the games. Highland has depth, and that's yeah. that's the most important thing to have, especially when some guys aren't foul trouble. Some guys are just – their shots not going in. They need – depth is something that not many teams have, and that's why yeah. – I was really looking forward to the Miramonte matchup, the North matchup. It, honestly, all league play, I was okay. The depth is going to get them over the hump 100%. I don't think any – I don't think – people on the inside don't understand that. And that's yeah. – but I think that's really where that's made. That's the key, man. I see the depth, dude, and I love it. I love seeing – that's just – you have young guys. You got seniors. People don't understand, too. Lance and Diego, just freshmen, dude, or just sophomores. And, yeah, man, they, they got two more years to get this right, and they're going to – that's going to be a good duel right there for sure. Yeah, we got – I think we're a five sophomores on our team, which is, you know, and, and usually I'm not big on pulling sophomores up unless they're playing a lot of minutes, but our sophomores, they've just been integrated well with us. And sometimes that's the best thing is like, if they can play with you, practice with you, they learn your rhythm when they're juniors, they're just going to blow up. Yeah. But I mean, going back to your thing about the depth, it's like it, eternal, man. He's a, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. he's been starting all year for us in that Miramonte game. He wasn't feeling well. And I could just see it on his face. And I said, well, I said, try it out, man. It, it, if you don't feel well in warmups, we'll go a different route. We tried warmups. He's like, I'm good enough to go. And he played, I think 10 to 15 minutes, man, but probably 12 of those minutes were in the second half. And he gave everything he had. You could tell like this kid never sweats and he was just sweating and all that. But I mean, that kid's been a solid, like the last two years, man, he's probably made the most gains in our program. I love seeing where that kid's come from. And like I said, one night he can give us one point, but it could actually be a 14-point game because he can stop somebody and make a free throw. But then the next night, man, he can hit two threes, get a layup, you know, and, and, and score a legitimately 14 points. He's just a solid kid, man. Like I said, we and we have probably 11 to 12 kids like that. And one day they can start, and the next day they can come off the bench and the thing I love about our team, man, and I'm honestly saying it's not one kid has came up to me and complained about playing time. When we played uh, Fraser Mountain, man, the starters, they played three to five minutes and I and they sat the rest because we that score could have been 150 if they wanted to, man. And our guys were just like, not one kid complained about, my, oh, my stats are going to go down. My points per game is going to go down. They all just were like, coach, we're doing what's best for the team. And these guys that are, you know, maybe the backups this game get a lot more time. And some of those, I mean, those kids earned it in practice. It's like, you know, let's give them a shot against a team that it was no secret. We were better than it was like, we went in and it was like, okay, we know we're better than that. Let's get our guys that need some extra reps. Let's get them some reps instead of running guys out there who it probably wasn't going to be beneficial for in the first place. Not so. at all. Like, like getting better doing that. I think we definitely had to put the 11 through 16 and let them rock for a little bit. Yeah. They need a little bit of game time in there. I, I agree 100%. Yeah, why have why why carry the guys if you're just gonna have them be practice players all the time? And I'm not saying we can get everybody in every game. It's tough. It's no, tough to get. It's yeah. tough to get nine to ten guys in, let alone sixteen. Sometimes we find figure it out though. It's like you give us one to two minutes. Your maybe your exact job is to come in and get a three point shot up for us because you're our best shooter. Yeah. You know, maybe that's your job. And after that, you come out and sit out again. You know, but it, it is what it is, man. We try to do the. We try to find situations where it can help our guys out. So and that's what Ivan, man. I'm like, every, I see him after second period. That's always my question. Like, I know what he, like, I see the stats. I'm like, I see what you did, but how can we make everybody better now? That's my, yeah. that's always been kind of like my challenge to him. How we make your guys better now? Can you play better defensively? I see you have 25 30. That's great. Yep. But what can you do to get everybody better now? Now that you can facilitate this, you have the option to do that now, Ivan. 
and just staying on him in that way, man. That's how I, I love that kid. He responds so well, dude. I know he respects him. He knows I'm coming from a good place too. Like we want to, this is a team game here, my guy. I love what you're doing, but there's always a way we can elevate everybody else too. Let's everybody else get to shine and keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing. Like you're here. How do we get past that now? I'm always reminding him, just keep pushing, dude. You got this year, you got eight more games, nine more games. Let's go. It's always yeah, it's exciting a- to see him do just what he, and just when he's going to, I know you know this, maybe, but when the people who don't watch a lot of it, man, when he gets going, he could cover so much floor in so much little time. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah, he, and I've I've had to tell people this. Like, he's a senior, but this is his first year of like full varsity basketball, and I feel bad for him because he should actually be a junior, like age wise. But I, I've told him, man, wherever you go to college, man, it's gonna take you a year or two to adjust to it, just like it's taking you some time here. But he's gonna be a good player for somebody. I mean, I don't know if superstar level is in his future. Like his work ethic will determine that, but. Where that kid has come from in three to four years um, in our younger programs and then just like building up like last year, I like last year we lost to Sierra in the playoffs because he got knocked in the eye, got like a concussion, a a cut eye within the first two minutes. And um, we played Sierra this year and beat him and he put up 30. He put up like 37 and six against them. And their coach came up to me. He's like, that was the kid who got the hit in the eye last year. And I was like, yep. And he goes, yeah, if you have if he plays. we don't beat you last year. And I was like, I probably agree with you, man. I probably agree. And I mean, when we played them this year, they didn't have their point guard either. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like, Hey, it's what it is that night, man. You play with who you have, but going back to Ivan, it's like that kid, you know, like it's just good to see a kid self-made, you know, he could have probably went to some other schools too, but he chose to stick with us. And like, I'm grateful for him, but on the other end too, it's like, I know what we've poured into him. Some other schools wouldn't have poured into him. He would have just been a number. And for us, that's the things people don't realize. It's like, sometimes it's not about where you're want to be. It's like where you're at is the best place for you because you can be somewhere and develop and get some time where someplace else you may just get lost in the shuffle, you know, and not to say he wouldn't have, but he's done really well, man. So proud of the kid. Me too, man. That's why, and all the boys, they, they all know we're coming from a place of love and a place of respect. And we just want to see them succeed on and off the court. And I think that's a blessing to know. That's kind of, that is the, I hate the word culture, but that's kind of the environment um, you have. We're trying to develop on the girls' side. Like, we care about you guys. This is why I'm on you. Because I think you're, you could, you're good, but we could get you so much better, you know? Yeah. And be coachable. And I think Ivan's understanding that too, man. Being coachable and just getting out some habits he had, it's going to be real beneficial to him for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, against North, he had to sit the start because he missed the practice. Like, and it wasn't even his fault for missing a practice. It was just like our guys know if it's a rule. If you miss practice, you don't like you don't start. Whether it's a reason or not a reason, it's just like you don't start. That doesn't mean you're not going to play. It's just like, hey, we have at that practice. We need some continuity. So. Yeah. If you're missing that practice, we have to go with the guys that are there. And he understands that. Like, he never questioned it. And that, and that's been the way with probably, like I said, 10 to 11 of our guys this year. It's like they've missed because they've been sick. Something's come up, whatever it may be. And, it, I mean, it is. You would love to start the same five guys all the time. But it's just like, yeah, he he didn't. He took his he took his lump, and he, but he went to the bench. And I wouldn't say that he came in and played bad. It was just like our team just – it was in a different vibe. And we just didn't ever get it going. But – it wasn't like the kid's effort wasn't there. So 
it, it was just one of those things it's like but he's never complained about it and when you don't complain about it because you understand it that's because you know hopefully the system that we have is portrayed that and it's just like okay then the next game you be ready because your starting time could be there it could not be there but you got to earn it back you know so in the next game you guys got the one point win over Miramont <laughs> so now I know like I said we had a little setback so when we get back on the court what's the what will be the goals for the rest of the season for you and your staff and your whole program when we get back, back first of all I hope we're in shape help these kids I mean we give them all the workouts that they need to do, but we just hope they stay in shape because it, it's tough, man. So we know when we get back, we're going to have to go probably shorter rotations. Mm-hmm. Like we can't play some, we, some kids that maybe play 20 to 30 minutes a night, we might have to play 15 to 20. And that's where that depth's going to come in. So that's one of the goals, making sure they're in shape. The second one is what we've been telling them from the get go, man, we want to compete for league. Like we know our league is really tough, man. Like I'm not comparing our league with any other league, but it's like, we're in our league. We have to, we know our league is tough every night because um, every road game you play has a different environment, man. I know you look like Foothills record is one in 12, but when you go to Foothills gym, it's going to be loud. It's going to be rocking. It's going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to South high, man. Those guys are, if I, if I looked at the rankings, South high is in the top 10, man, in town, you know, by, by the, by the guy that, by those guys that cover a lot of basketball around town. So they, I mean, it's not like they're just throwing South in there to be in there, you know, but South is good. North is good. East, you know, we just played Miramonte and South Heights Jim Q's another one. Once it gets rocking, that place gets rocking. It's the loudest place in town when it gets rocking, man. Yeah, dude. 100%. I don't know what they do to amplify that. We need to put that in every gym because uh, that's awesome. I love Like our kids love noise, man. Like love it. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the amount of people that, told us about our Miramonte game, you know, it was like, mm-hmm. and that was the best atmosphere I've seen in years. I was like, yeah, it was, it was good, man. But like you all made that atmosphere because, you know, our players made it because of what they do on the court, but the, but the fans make it too off of the way that react. And it was just cool, man. It was cool to be a part of, exactly. especially at home. But like, man, our Highland nation has been awesome this year. And I'm not, and it's not even just been home games, like our road games, man, we've taken over some people's crowds like Exeter and Lindsay. Yeah. yeah. We've got many stories about those places, man. Our, our kids go up in there. Our parents travel well. Like, I'm so thankful for our parents, like, traveling and being loud and, like, the brothers and sisters they bring with them. And it's it's yeah. been awesome, man. Like, Highland Nation has been uh, – it's back on it this year, man. You saw – you and I both saw the rise when it came back at Foothill. Like, that place went from, yeah. you know, with Davis and Dom. It's like they did a good job every year building it up until that state championship year. And it's like I, I'm starting to see – bits and pieces of it highland it's like we got to keep going we got to keep going because we got to give them a good product because when you come out and support the kids man kids love that and the kids deserve that for all the work they put in you know this too like on the girl side it's like the better crowd you have kids just feel involved and they never forget it man they never forget hey remember when the gym was like this remember when it was like that it's like yep definitely man Let's keep it like that. So, man, I'm excited for, for the rest of the year, man. I hope everything is um, we don't hit any more roadblocks, at least the ones that we can control. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season, man. We'll be waiting, for, we'll be waiting to see. Hopefully, we get some league titles or league championships out of this, and we'll have you back on. Same, man. Cool, man. You know, we're, we're gonna be grinding, man. It's gonna be we're back on the saddle on Thursday, so let's see what happens. You guys are, yeah, we got we'll be going at south, I believe, at home. So, so you guys, oh, so you guys are playing on Thursday. Good for you, man. Yeah, I think, I think we're the only program right now who's not shut down. But whatever, believe I think the, the Frost Soft boys shut down. 
Fresh off boys are still going, man. They got a game on Thursday. So. Okay, good. I think we're the only two teams right now going right now, dude. And whoever I think our J, I think our JV, I don't think we have any more frost off games right now, but yeah, man. We're excited to have you on Smitty episode 110. Scott Smith, head coach of the uh, men's Bolton Knights. I always say boys, men's basketball at Highland High. Please appreciate you coming on, man. You can be boys to men, man. <laughs> yes, the boys to men. That's what we're doing. We're the boys to men right here, man. Land. <laughs> ECI, right. I appreciate you, man. Thanks for your time. No doubt, my guy. Thank you, bro. Ernie, yes, sir. Genius. We out.